0: Hi guys, welcome to episode 3 of the Healing Haley Show. If you're here, thank you for coming and thanks for showing up for yourself. All it takes is just showing up one episode at a time. So, quick disclaimer at the beginning, I am not a licensed professional. I'm just a girl who's sharing her story in hopes that it can help a few people. If you are looking for that licensed or professional help, then definitely go seek it elsewhere. If you want to stay and keep listening today, we're talking about emotional maturity part 2. So, the previous episode was part one. Definitely check that one out before you watch this. We kind of spoke about recognizing that emotional maturity is even a thing and it transcends through generations and ultimately to you and out you know, into your world. So the part two today is focusing on our emotional maturity and how we can break that cycle and not allow our emotional immaturity to keep you know, causing ourselves pain, causing other people pain, and yeah, no longer perpetuating that cycle. So, my name's Haley Foreman. I'm going to be your host. Let's jump straight into it today. We're going to talk about a few signs that can indicate emotional immaturity. So, the first one is you have a real issue with commitment. You find it hard to plan for the future. You're kind of fearful of planning for the future. Um, When it comes to commitment in relationships, you know, you may find it hard committing to one person or you may find it hard, um, like, building a life with someone. So, you know, marriage may scare you or make you uncomfortable or you you kind of expect failure in marriages if you haven't had... um, like very good role models when you were growing up another another sign is you find it really difficult to go deep in relationships so your friendships and partnerships tend to be very surface level you know you're not really talking about how you feel why you feel that way where that feeling comes from Um and all the things you think about the world like you're not sharing those things with people that's usually because you fear that vulnerability because you 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 fear rejection that if you do open up and tell somebody what you think and feel that you know they're going to reject you usually that's where it comes from another sign is you often make things about yourself. So if some kind of situa- situation occurs, even if you're not directly related to the situation, you've somehow made it about you. Or an example is if you're in a partnership and you know you guys are having a conversation and that person is trying to tell you what happened to have you gain pers- perspective on what happened. Sorry, I can't talk today. I don't know what's wrong. Um, then usually if a person is emotionally immature they'll make that conversation about them not being good enough when really you're just trying to explain your perspective so that's a pretty big indicator that you have issues around emotional um, maturity Another one is you have a real, a really hard time owning your mistakes. So, saying sorry or apologizing is very hard for you. Or even if you can say sorry or apologize, you have a real, really hard time um, with accountability and responsibility and truly understanding what that means. So. For example, a person who's emotionally immature would say, oh, I'm sorry I did this. And they would give you, maybe even give you some kind of surface level reason, like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry I did that, I was scared. But they won't really go deep into uh, why they did it and why they're not gonna do it again, or um, if, like, they d- they just don't understand what taking accountability means and they don't realize that if they do something it's going to affect what someone else does and navigating that responsibility within that. And I kind of spoke about that in the awareness video and how that can unfold in relationships. So. Another sign that we can um recognize for emotional immaturity is if you often get defensive, so for me that was that was uh the biggest thing that I had to navigate in terms of emotional maturity, and we spoke about that the last episode and how I had to learn to hold space and recognize that I was getting defensive. You know even if it wasn't in a like a very obvious way you know on the surface it may have seemed like an obvious way because you're getting very aggressive or like um angry or whatnot but I wasn't just all around like defensive about things or sensitive about things, like not necessarily, but once it was something attacking my character, that made me really defensive. So that's something that I had to look at. And you can think that you're protecting yourself by responding in this way. You know, your ego has a way of making you feel like it's protecting you. Because, you know, maybe sometimes it, it has, but for the most part, it's it's not. Um, and, and really, you're just blocking yourself to to love and existing in a state of fear. So we spoke about owning your mistakes, having issues with commitment. Having issues going deep in relationships, um, making things about you, and getting defensive. So, be honest with yourself. Be authentic. Write down the things that you struggle with, or you know, talk about them, or whatever you choose to do. But get real. You know, it can be hard to. Uh, want to admit that you may be doing these things but that's what it takes to keep moving forward and I want to take some time right now to just let you know first and foremost that you are not broken you are not your mistakes you know you weren't given the proper tools to know how to navigate life and relationships so you can't continue blaming yourself you know All you can do right now is just say, okay, I know this now and I'm going to accept that and do better and I'm going to forgive myself and have compassion for myself because I had no control and no saying what I was taught as as a child and now I'm learning and now I'm growing. And I want to take another second here to say this journey isn't um, easy. I don't want to be misleading in any way that, you know, once you keep going along this journey, everything's going to be okay or nothing's ever going to affect you again. You know, the level to which things affect you will be far less and much more Uh, manageable but you're still a human being you still have feelings and that's what's beautiful about life like you know you still react to things you still have emotions but you do have to recognize that you are the only person on this earth who can save yourself no one else can come save you you can't save another person and That can be a little scary at first, but there's actually so much power in that, in taking back your life and deciding what you feel is right and living your life from that place and not allowing anyone else to decide how you live anymore. You know, as long as you're living your life from a place of love, like unconditional love, you're doing it right. And that's all you need to keep doing. So, if you want to wake up today and leave yesterday and the past behind you and be a completely different person today, that is okay. It's 100% okay to decide you're done with that stuff. And if anyone wants to hold you back and keep dragging you back to that past self or, you know, saying you've changed now or whatnot, let them. It's okay. It will be okay you're here for you, you're not here for anybody else. So I just want to take a really quick minute to say that because this can be difficult. Like for me, it was difficult. And I want you to know that you're supported, you know, even if I don't know you, like, or talk to you all the time, like, you have my unconditional love and support through this journey. Because we're all one. We're all connected. We're all going through the same things. We're all trying to get to the same place. And that's peace and happiness and freedom from you know all these conditions in our world. So we spoke about these signs. Get real with yourself. Get honest with yourself. Think on it for a while. You know, when I, I talk, I, I tend to um, kind of just not really get into, oh, if this is how you feel, or if, if this was your sign, this is how you, sh- you might feel. Or um, I don't really like to get deep into that because I think that this journey is your own. And I tend to focus on myself because I just want you to look at a situation and see how things tie together but like i said like you have to throw your own life experiences into it and, you know to some degree i might say you know this this might look this way or this might not but everyone's experiences at the core of the same but on the surface different so you're gonna have different experiences you know your experience won't be mine, and mine won't be someone else's, and and whatnot. So, definitely, just feel safe in that. Like, you don't need all the answers from someone else. Like, all the answers are already in here. So, sit with yourself, think about it. Think about why you might feel that way, and the first thought may not be exactly why you feel that way, but don't be scared of like just. Throwing things out there because eventually they'll lead you to what is ultimately causing these things within you. And this path is forward. Like if you keep taking steps towards growth, you will keep moving forward, even if you have bad days, even if you have, you know times where you've fallen back into an old pattern like that is the journey no one just keeps going forward and is okay like if you think about your life you've had like so many years of being conditioned to think one thing you're not just gonna all of a sudden like start making all good decisions now you know so you have to be gentle with yourself and kind to yourself Um, and I really wanted to stress that but let's talk about your relationship to yourself and your subconscious mind for a second and start becoming aware of our emotions so imagine a scenario where you're at work and you've been there for about a year and your manager says hey can you complete this task for me and you say sure halfway through it you rem- you recognize that you don't know what to do not a normal emotional response here would be you go ask for help or, you know, maybe you try to figure it out a little bit and see if you can do it or research a little bit or talk to a colleague or wh- whatever it, it is. But you, you just find a way to say, hey, for some reason, I don't uh, remember this right now. Can you give me a little help? if your response is all of a sudden this downward shame spiral of why do i even work here i'm clearly not good enough my boss is gonna fire me i should just quit i'm obviously an unintelligent person you know if you've gone here this is not just you you're not just an anxious person who thinks that way you're not just you're not just doing that because it's a part of your personality. You're doing that because, at a deep subconscious level, your thought patterns have been disrupted. And now you have this stream of negative thoughts, and they're causing you to feel different things, emote differently, act differently. You know, even if consciously you can tell yourself oh, you know, those thoughts aren't necessarily like all right or you know, I I shouldn't be getting this way. I shouldn't be so worked up. Your conscious mind cannot outwill your subconscious mind. That's why I take so much time to Explain things to you and tell you to be gentle with yourself and tell you to get to the root of things You have to get to the root of why you are responding this way subconsciously So that you can start shifting your subconscious thoughts and that takes time, you know But to shift those thoughts you have to become aware of those thoughts and emotions You know, for me, in moments where I'm getting worked up, I've learned to, like, recognize the signals physically. Like, my chest will get get very hot, and my arms get very hot, like all of this area here. Or I'll start to raise my voice and yell. And you really have to start watching out for things like this figuring do you get hot in your face do you get hot in your hands like what happens do you run away do you um, start doing other things to distract yourself like what are these things that you're doing when you're when you feel like you're in a space of like not being okay or having a very intense emotional response um when it's um not not necessarily uh relative to what's happening why is that happening to you and and start recognizing in those moments that it's happening to you so you can start um becoming aware of the fact that you're getting into this state so we spoke about this work situation and how you can just your thoughts can just unravel and i want to talk about my mom for a second here because when i was a kid like my mom responded to things in this way you know she it wasn't always a very like surface level like dramatic response you know she did have moments where she got like just unnecessarily angry but Oftentimes it was this other response that to me felt like just this feeling of like doom, like nothing was gonna be okay now because one thing had gone wrong in the day, you know, or this dark darkness had descended or this dark cloud was just like hovering you know that that that's like the feeling. In those moments. And I can remember being 10 or 11 at this point and just thinking, like, your response is not right. This is not normal for someone to be responding in this way. And you can look back at uh, yourself as a kid and think, like, you were. You are obviously more emotionally mature than your parent at this point in time. And think about what that would do to you. You know, if I kind of step out of myself for a second and look at my younger self, I can start to think now, because it's a human instinct to need that bond between yourself and your primary caregiver if i was constantly in this like fearful state that she was not going to be okay and i had to do whatever i could to shift my emotions to make her okay you know i can see how that would lead me into a life of Being attracted to people I think need help or need saving in some way, it can lead you to a life of never saving yourself first. You know like allowing yourself to implode because you're trying to save somebody else and the reality is that you cannot save somebody else, you know we spoke about this at the beginning. I'm the only person that can save myself, and everyone else is the only person that can save themselves. And that's just the truth. So, why I'm being like vulnerable about these things is because I want people to start looking at them and recognizing not just that something happened in their childhood, but taking a second to be like this happened like how did that transcend through my life you know looking at your childhood looking back at your relationships and your friendships and kind of finding that missing puzzle piece to figure out why, why you're even doing this and then you get to a place of understanding you know and that also really helps with compassion and forgiveness towards yourself and then ultimately once you get to that deeper understanding you recognize that you see the trauma in every other person now and all of a sudden you're in this world where you thought if someone does this I'll never talk to them again if someone does that like they're a horrible person now you're existing in this world where you're like, oh like you're just hurt it has nothing to do with anybody else, it's just you you know and I want to talk about another scenario in my childhood with my mom when I noticed a distinct difference in her personality and the way she dealt with things and she got into a situation where she lost a lot of money through a bad investment and I can remember like this kind of change in her personality And I want to talk about for a second how emotionally immature people tend to base their lives around things that will constantly set them up for failure. So my mom had this uh, money that was her safety net and security. And she really based a lot of her security around that money. But when you base things, like when you have things in your life that are not based or rooted in unconditional love, and that's it, if they're rooted in something physical, whether it be um, money or a house or... Um, a person even. You're setting yourself up for failure every time because life is a series of constantly shifting cycles. You know, things are ever-changing and ever-flowing. So if at the core of your belief system is not something that is able to shift and flow and just allow when you're setting yourself up for failure. You know you've allowed the world or people to make you think that this money is gonna make you happy, this house is gonna make you secure. Emotionally immature people have a really hard time grasping what I'm about to talk about so with my mom when that happened it was over for her she could never save enough money to recover nothing was gonna be okay it was doom like I said and Emotionally immature people are living from a state of lack, a constant fear because they haven't based their core belief on something that's adaptable to change, which is you know what i just spoke about and for her in this situation she lost that money but let's think about for a second that she could have lost that money in many ways anything could have happened she made a bad investment okay she could have lost that money because she got in a car accident and someone sued her she could have lost that money because uh i got really ill as a kid and needed You know, expensive treatment. There could have been a mile long list of things that could have caused that. Yes, everything comes with, you know, a different emotional response, maybe, or a different level of devastation or sadness in a way. Um, And they all come with different lessons but ultimately they're all the same results that you don't have this money anymore emotionally immature people like cannot understand what i'm saying here they cannot look at the bigger picture they they forget gratitude in that moment they forget that life is abundant You know and that that is also a very kind of spiritual aspect as well that you have to start recognizing and it's all tied in so you know when i'm explaining it to you it can seem kind of muddled but that's because it is because everything is one so in this situation you know my mom didn't stop to think I lost this money, I'm upset at myself that this happened but, you know, I have my family and they're all alive and they're all okay and I live in this house, we can still pay our bills, we're still fine, we still have a stream of income, a a good stream of income. There were things to be very grateful for, still also understanding that life redirects you sometimes maybe you lost a million dollars for argument's sake and that redirection propelled you into creating a business that's gonna make you five million dollars in three years you know there's all sorts of possibilities in the world and Having a very negative, pessimistic outlook, ungrateful outlook, a lack mentality, can really indicate a severe emotional immaturity. And this is where you have to start getting to a place of realizing that I have to root my life around unconditional love, literally anything else that's rooted in any form of judgment even, setting yourself up for failure. So, you know, we've spoken about these things. I kind of let you in on how it's affected me in my life. Let's end this off by talking about how we can make steps to becoming more emotionally mature. Number one, get help if you can. Try to find a psychologist, therapist, counselor I know that it can be expensive. So if you have insurance though, use it. You know, if you don't have insurance, um, look up multiple ways because there are some less expensive Um, psychologists or counselors and uh, don't just think you have to go to the very best of the best or you're not going to get, you know, good treatment. I do think it's important to find someone you have a chemistry with and that you vibe with and you kind of think on a similar um, wavelength and someone who's willing to push you a little bit because you can get into a cycle of going to counselors or therapists who just listen to you speak and that's really not going to help um that was a big reason for why i'm doing what i'm doing because i hate that aspect of life that people are too scared to tell someone something because oh like i I don't want to affect someone's life it's like i i hate that so uh definitely get help if you can uh number two start thinking about what your needs and boundaries are um just within yourself you know before you get into relationships and connections just think about for yourself like what are my needs what are my boundaries what are things that are important to me what are things that help me feel safe write that down and then if you're in a relationship or you know within you friendships and whatnot start expressing those needs and boundaries using a lot of I statements you know I would feel um, better if we could maybe communicate in this way or um you know like propose things to help a situation if you need to then you know becoming aware of our thoughts feelings triggers actions like i kind of spoke about you know starting to recognize the pattern you're getting into if you start getting angry and saying mean things or um if you get really defensive or you get uh You raise your tone of voice or whatever happens right you get passive aggressive like it could show up in many ways so start recognizing those things about yourself and um, writing them down or keeping them stored in your brain if you can Um, learning to pause this is the biggest one in my opinion so once you learn all those things now you have to start getting to a place of not only recognizing when it's happening but saying okay this is happening and i need to stop for a second and do whatever you need to do to you know get out of that situation just say hey i can feel myself like getting worked up and i'm not gonna have a conversation in the way that i want to i want to revisit this i want to talk about this again but i just need some space that is a huge part of emotional maturity and navigating connections and relationships then let's talk about uh, behavioral growth you know at the beginning I spoke about the fact that we're all humans and we make mistakes you have to get to a place of understanding growth and what happens in growth and and realizing that you make a mistake you learn and you do better so when you do make mistakes, start sitting down and checking yourself. And being like, hey, I, I recognize I made this mistake. How can I learn from it and move forward now? You know, And have the maturity to understand that that is a part of growth. Then um, kind of the last thing here is being present and acting from integrity. So recognizing like the situations that you're in, recognizing what would be the best step forward and talking to yourself and reminding yourself that you're on a journey now towards making the choice that feels best to you that you know is the right choice to make, not the easy choice, the right choice to make. Because acting from a place of integrity is going to keep that going. Like once you start acting from a place of integrity, you're going to consistently want to act from that place because you'll kind of get past the fear of wanting to please other people if you are consistently saying no, I need to do what's right in this moment. So that's a big part as well. That can be helpful. So, guys, we spoke about recognizing emotional immaturity within ourselves, how we can go about um, being aware and ultimately breaking those cycles and getting to a place of being more emotional immature. So I hope you I hope you like this video. I hope you like this episode if you did definitely just leave a like it really helps me and subscribe there's a little icon right there for people on computers or you know just hit the subscribe button below Um, super helpful for me right now so I would really appreciate that and everything else will be linked in the description below Next week's episode, we're gonna be talking about the dynamics now between becoming more emotionally mature and a relationship with someone who maybe also wants to become more emotionally mature, or with someone who has no real, um, no real desire to work on their emotional maturity, and how we kind of navigate those relationships and uh, keep ourselves safe. So, thank you for being here, guys. If you got to the end of this video. I will see you next week. Emotional maturity part three. Bye.